Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Fans Network. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Shut Up a Second. I'm Cass. Hayden's present. Hello. And today we are joined by a very special guest, host of Two in the Think Tank, Alistair Trombley Virtual. Hello, everybody. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I went in with too much energy. I went for too long a hello. <laughs> That's everyone was thinking it. Yeah. yeah. And today we're talking about submarines. Bloop, bloop, If you are in a submarine, and ATB, I'm uh, relying on your knowledge as an engineer, mm-hmm. uh, which you are one, I think, yep. in uh, a way. Well, I, I technically am. Yep. Yeah, submarines um, have an engine. That's his domain. Oh, true. If you are in a submarine, you're underwater, and then I'm you have there. a major engine fail, do you just die? Like, do you, are you just fucked? Damn, I, Is don't, there... I don't 100% know the all the buoyancy things, but mm. I assume- Because it feels like you're just fucked. <laughs> I assume there's got to be something to do with like taking on water and letting out water. Oh yeah, there must I be. I learned how it worked. I looked up how submarines work for my facts section. Oh, this is wow. so great. Is it too early to get sucked into it? It seems like it is, but let's do it. Fuck that it. It would be wonderful to be on topic for a little. <laughs> I could not work out how submarines did that, and so the, sink and float. Yeah, mm. I mean the sink. Sink's <laughs> easy. Sink's yeah. easy. So if you're a submarine, you're on the top of the water, you weigh less than the water, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you want to sink, you start letting water in. You open up these vents. Air leaves these vents. Mm-hmm. It's called the... Ballast? Is it ballast? It's called the ballast, Whoa, yes. look Hello. at me! You let water Mr. Submarine ballast. over here! <laughs> water into the ballast until you sink, 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 and then when you're happy, you just stop letting water in, right? Yeah, I mean, you... But there's another important feature... Mm. Called the trim. The trim. The trim. Now, trim is keeping the submarine level, right? Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. I yeah. guess, like, because if you have too much water on one end, even just a little bit, yeah, it's going to start sliding. Tips up. Yeah. And then you just start sinking, right? Yeah. Because even, think... even just a little bit, or maybe it wouldn't start sinking. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, you would really be in a bit of a doozy. You would be in an absolute doozy. So there are two rudders that control the lateral and other lateral <laughs> movement of yeah. the submarine. So. The one that's side to side, and that also controls the turning, is called the yaw. Yeah. Ooh, yaw. Like in planes, I know yaw. And then the other one, it's which is the rise and the descent, is called the pitch. Oh, yes. I, I think it's like the same, that's the same as planes, isn't it? I, I, I think it's all planes. aerodynamics, I guess, to a certain extent. I mean, it's all Flu- fluid dynamics. Yeah. But I mean, this is where it gets technical, mm. <laughs> is, uh, is that gases are a fluid, essentially. So and mm-hmm. air is a gas, and so it's all kind of fluid dynamics. So people talk about fluid dynamics, they're talking about air as well? Yeah, I mean, I think it can in some regards, but now I'm doubting myself a lot because right. I know that 
gases do have a lot of different uh, you know, say, I don't, different properties, but yeah. they are essentially a fluid in some capacity. <laughs> what are some of the capacities? Yeah. How is, <laughs> well, I think I the fact that you can sort of walk through it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you can that, travel through I it mean, easily. I think the uh, very similar principles apply in terms of trying to move things through air and liquid. So, you know, sure. like the same kind of shapes and things like that mm. will be more drag more, and know, stuff. more draggy, more or less draggy. Yeah. You know, propulsion is still a lot of the same, you know, propellers and mm. kind of things like that. Yeah, that's true. You don't see too many like bi-wing submarines there, do you? What's oh up with God. that? <laughs> um, wait, bi-wing submarines. Oh yeah, okay, because the the gases are a much uh, less viscous gas mm-hmm. uh, fluid, and so in order to go up through it, you're not just floating because it's be impossible basically, other than through using balloons, hot air balloons and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, or um, lighter than uh, get, lighter than What's air. my favorite word to say? Dirigibles. Dirigible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A dirig- I love oh. a dirigible. I love a dirigible. I I love the idea of a personal dirigible. It's like a blimp. Yeah, I was gonna say a blimp. Like you know, original, like the idea that you could yeah. just like pump up some, you know, just have a gas tank. God, that'd be you good. Pump it up, and then you just go like that, mm. and then you just, you know, just head wherever, but real slow, but like, <laughs> <laughs> and with no real control. Of the yeah, way you're well, going. I mean, it's a head propellers and stuff yeah. like a, a dirigible. Oh, is I was, like, you get little bomb propellers if you become a dirigible. There was a um a hot air balloon that had to emergency land, sort of near us. Emergency land is that knife in the balloon? No, <laughs> I think it's more like we are not where well, we were supposed to end up. Let's just land on this oval. And so I tried to Google the story and I Googled it was the Nova 100 balloon. And I'm like, Nova 100 balloon emergency landing. And that balloon, and I suppose every balloon, has to emergency land all the time. <laughs> there are so many. Yeah. And it makes sense because how do you steer those things? Oh, yeah. I have no idea how you'd make any good decisions. Yeah. Like, like, to... I think you have weights. Potentially. I feel like you have like bags of sand or something. Yeah, but and are that you just dropping them onto the ground. Yeah, how do you no, lose them? No, <laughs> <laughs> to go up or down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's your ballast is sandbags. Oh, we're out of sand. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, into space we go. <laughs> no, it's. Um, I think they. I mean, I could be wrong. I feel like I can imagine a cartoon version of a hot air balloon doing this, though. So, yeah. and they have bags of sand on ropes, and they dangle them one side, and that way. It's kind of a weight to it on one side, and it would kind of float. Oh, obviously, wind I was would. Wondering why they had sandbags. Yeah, obviously, it's not wind. Like you could add more to sink. Yeah, but mm. that's like the less, more or less hot. Oh yeah, more or less hot sink. is yeah. rise and sink. Yeah, I guess that is overpowered by wind, probably most of the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Are you stronger than a bag of sand? Yep. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I wanted am. To finish the wing thing. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. So, so then, the wing thing. So then, in order to get up, when you're not, when you don't have the uh, buoyancy from mm-hmm. from big large gas, is that you got to get lift, which is you get it through wings. Yeah. And so the wings is it's basically the... you just pass the air above, or I think the air underneath passes faster than the air above. Yeah. That's why that there's a raised a differential. There's a bump on top of the wing and the flat a flattish bottom of the yeah. wing, right? And so I think yeah, maybe it slows it down underneath. It's a pressure. No, I think it goes faster underneath. Yeah, right. Maybe. No, you could be right. Or maybe that maybe well, maybe another way. He's also an engineer, I mean, isn't he? Yeah, I think I think mm. Oh yeah, you're an audio engineer. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh my god. I'm and, qualified. I'm the only non-engineer here. Ooh, yeah, embarrassing. Sonnet woman in STEM of me. I'm like, mm, oh. I know. We'll get you a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got a few. A few. What is the definition of an engineer? Because I feel like people are throwing that around for all. Because what I do is not. <laughs> it's not engineering. But you do fuck with an engine. Do I? 
the audio engines. I know, but I never. I suppose I, I got a playback engine. Yeah. Engine. Engineer. Oh, yeah. What is an engine? Well, yeah, that was that. Then that takes you to like a philosophical concept. Yeah. You know, like anytime that you're, you know, somebody who's deep in their field, you ask, you know, like a game designer, you go, what is a game? They go, actually, that's a really complicated yeah. question. You know? It's kind of the act of play, but. Um, I'm using my brain. Does that make me an engineer? Yeah, a lot of the time there's just like you have to have a qualification to be technically like a, a some kind of engineer, but you could do the job of an engineer quite easily because I noticed that most of the time when I was doing – when I was working as an engineer, I didn't need to have a degree. It's just nice that – I think the engineering firm likes to know that you can understand – you have the ability to learn and understand the concepts behind the spreadsheet that you're just putting numbers into. <laughs> yeah. Good. I wondered this. So when I finished my degree, I was too embarrassed to ask anyone at the uni because that would have just killed me. Mm. But I'm like, can I call myself a linguist or do I have to get a job? And then I – is it a job title thing or is it a degree thing? Because mm. you get... studied linguistics. Yeah. But could you be a linguist if you're just a guy who likes words? Well, that's, you know? that's the thing. Mm. And then could you be an engineer if you're just a guy who likes – Well, no, we just said. <laughs> yeah, but it's a qualification, right? What? No. you so – I don't know. I'm lost. What? No, I think it's a good question. I think because, like, I guess if you if it was psychologist, you, you know, somebody just finished a degree in psychology, you probably wouldn't call them a psychologist. Maybe. Wouldn't you? Oh yeah, no. I think you have to be practicing to be a psychologist. I would so, think. Yeah. So is the ist meaning you have to have the job in it? Well, I think ist just means you do it. Isn't that what the ist yeah. is? So if yeah. you're a sci- if you have a psychology degree but you work not in psychology. You're not doing psychology, so you're not really a psychologist. Okay, so you're a psychologist. Yeah, or a, you know, or a, or a psychology I was a ac- academic. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, an academic. Can you can you be an academic with just a bachelor's? I think anything studying is academic, isn't it? You're in academia. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a I think I'm an ac- no, you have to be working in academia to be ac- an academic. Oh man, mm. so maybe you're not. <laughs> Gosh, maybe we're, we're not allowed to call ourselves very much. Yeah, because yeah. because some some other things I've heard people finish their degree and then call themselves the thing that they did the degree in, and I'm yeah. like, do, is it? That? But you don't have a job. You're right, and yeah. I, yeah, and I do call myself an engineer mostly as like a a role while I'm doing comedy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. oh, it just gives people something to talk about. Like, they go, oh, and you're an engineer. Like, yeah, that. And you go, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not really. You, yeah. you did the work. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've also played kneel- a fake you, engineer yeah. in shows. And you nearly knew how Wings worked. Yeah. You were pretty close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I have so read extensively about that and still can't describe it. <laughs> can't remember which way the wing's supposed to go on yeah. the plane. Oh, you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you asked if, why don't submarines have wings? Yeah. They do. They have tiny little wings up top. What? Yeah, they have little sticky outy wings called the sailplanes. The sailplanes? Yeah. Give us a look. I feel like I can't picture that even. Throw, <laughs> throw me your phone. You're too far away. Oh, my God. Too much. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Fuck. They do it. They have like a, like a little tower that pops up on top of the tube. And that Yeah, and then that little tower has little wings. Also, I completely cooked it before. Uh, the yam and the... The, the yam. yam. The yam. <laughs> the yaw. The, yeah, the, and the pitch? The yaw and the pitch are the steering things. I was I was getting confused with the, the trim balancing tanks. Do you want to know how the submarine goes up? Yeah. Because I was... Doesn't they just get rid of water? What do you mean get rid of water? How do you get rid of water? Pump it out. With? A pump. <laughs> oh, do, you, do you have to compress air or something like that? Or Yeah. 
With yeah. air? You've got to pump compressed air in, and that pushes the water out. Where do you get the air from? You, well, it's compressed. You just oh. keep, a, you keep a, a, a stack of it. Yeah, oh. maybe you uncompress it. You uncompress it and to let it out, and then maybe you have to compress it to kind of like store it again. Oh, right. I guess because does sure. the air get let go into the water? Yeah. So when it you're must. going in, the water comes in and pushes the air out. So the air just goes back into where it came from. And the compressed air that you've got in the back, mm. you pump that in, and then I guess it decompresses in the space, pushes more water out, and then you just go to the mm. surface. Cool. I have a friend who had a theory about shitting where he was like, oh, if you get rid of your push fart, like that, you know, wait, it'll be sorry. it'll be a slower shit. So so he he uses a kind of like, and there probably is an an element of this involved in which there are some, um, hi, not hydraulics. What's the what's what's uh, air? Not what's the? Is that hydraulics? Isn't it? With air? Yeah. Well, is hydraulics. hydraulics is hydro, so it would be probably liquids. Oh, but shit. But it's the other one. <laughs> the other one. Gastrolics? Like, yeah, gastrolics. Either like, way, it's a fluid. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's just go with it. Yeah. And, yeah, that, that you know, you, sometimes you can just essentially, like, fart. He's like, you can but you, you got to use it. You got to fart that shit out. <laughs> and it'll be faster. You know? So and he so, saves his – if he can feel – if he can feel one brewing, he'll save up any fart that would give him otherwise warning. But yeah, does, that's right, yeah. Does a fart go around a shit? I suppose yes. it does. It yeah. can, but I think maybe if you, <laughs> if you let go of the, the right stuff, yeah. and the, can... the easiest path is through just behind, just following that shit like an ambulance going through traffic. You know? <laughs> Getting the slipstream. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think, look, I think the biggest barrier for pooing yeah. is opening up. So I don't um, think that's mm. ne- necessarily wrong because if you get yeah. a good opening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> like I'm not saying that this is. I, I'm just saying it's my friend's theory. Yeah. And I'd never heard anybody else ever refer to push farts. Push <laughs> farts. So, now that you've said it, like, you've only said it maybe twice or three times, but it feels like a word of. Always known push farts. Do you know what I mean? It's such yeah. a, a comforting concept. Yeah. Like, it really feels like home. It just feels so familiar. We've all done a push fart. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you said push, push farts. Fart. I know exactly what you meant. Push to fart. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of actually. <laughs> yeah. Push to start. It's a push to start car. <laughs> it's a push to fart shit. <laughs> Oh, pneumatics would be pneumatics. would be would be uh, hydro gas huge hydraulics. You know? Okay, yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, rat apples. I've run out of content from my favorite fuckos, Sans Pants Radio. If only they had digital downloads I could acquire and listen to, with many of them having a choose price option so I could swindle them by choosing zero dollars. Oh, shit, they do? I just got to head to sanspantsradio.com slash shop, click on downloads, and peruse all the garbage they have on offer, and then give them nothing? Well, dreams can come true. Thanks, sanspantsradio.com slash shop for letting me take advantage of you and not setting a minimum spend, you dumb fucks. Did you guys know about that that journalist who got killed in a submarine? <laughs> no. Not yet. No. <laughs> no. Just because it was like from a few years ago, but I think... Shit, she, like recently, a, sort of. Uh, 2017. Fuck, that's recent-ish. And I think she was... She, I know she had... Been a journalist for The Guardian at some point. But, oh, so she could call herself a journalist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she just yeah, she just studied journalism. Mm. Uh, the murder of Kim Wall, known in Denmark as Ubad Sagan, uh, translate the submarine case, took place on the 10th of August 2017 after Swedish freelance journalist Kim Wall boarded the small submarine UC3 Nautilus in Denmark with intent of interviewing its owner, Danish entrepreneur Peter Madsen. So it was a private... Submarine? Yeah. That- he was like an entrepreneur. He was like, you should check out this submarine that I've made myself. Oh, God. Right. But then- oh, God. That's terrifying. Hey, come yeah. into my submarine. Hope oh, nowhere to run. Um, but oh. yeah, it's like she was reported missing after Nautilus failed to return to the harbor in Copenhagen. The submarine was found sunken the following morning, and Madsen was arrested upon rescue. Between the 21st of August and 29th of November, parts of Wall's dismembered body were found in different Ooh. locations around the area. Uh, he was charged with her murder, and he was convicted to, to a life sentence. But I think he tried to pass off as a killing submarine her as a crash? submarine yeah, like, Fuck. accident. He changed, then he changed his story at some point, where he's like, oh, she was, she was at the top, and then the door fell on her. Like, you know, and then, and then it's like, then later on, then, it, then there's this whole documentary where it seems like there was a number of women that he was like kind of trying to murder and that was kind of like luring into his kind of orbit. Fuck. But yeah, I hadn't heard of any submarine murders, you know? Yeah. Don't get in the submarine. Yeah. So I think I heard submarines move real slow too. They can't be that fast, right? It would be a bit silly if they were fast. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine them just like, dunk, 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 like knocking sharks out the way? Yeah. <laughs> but I heard like almost like walking pace or something. Oh. Like, I mean, those propellers are tiny. Because I think the idea is like if you don't want to – I think the one benefit is that the opposition don't know – You've got it. Yeah. And so you don't want to be creating a lot of ripples. Oh, you're yeah, creating waves and stuff, of course. Yeah. I forgot they were sneaky business before mm, fun yeah. business. Yeah. 
Are they fun business? I don't think. I think it's yeah, all Cameron snake. Uses them for fun. Yeah, that's true. Jimmy. But he's incredibly rich, and so is this entrepreneur guy. Can you can you buy a, a private submarine if I had the money? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Personalized sub. I think so. <laughs> cool. Okay. I mean, Sick. like, there's research subs and stuff like that where they, you know, have you seen those those live live streams or whatever they do where they like they just go down deep to the ocean and they're oh. like, oh, whale carcass, and they're yeah. like, oh, this is so cool. And it's Check just this like, out. This fish is see through. Yeah. And its eyes are all black. Yeah. All that. I've kind of never stuff. seen light before. <laughs> yeah. We ruined this guy's yeah. day. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Mm. So with the compressed air, then, if you ran out of air in your tank. You're fucked, right? <laughs> like well, you might be able to recompress that air from where? Well, but if would... it's getting shot out of well, no, it's not getting shot out. It's just pushing the water out of that tube. Mm. Yeah, okay, right. And then you recompress it. Yeah, I assume so. But how would you? Okay, I guess so. maybe maybe you kind of create a bit more of a vacuum mm. in there. I'm not sure. I'm just trying to figure out. Like <laughs> I'm trying to do engineering on the spot. Like trying to invent submarines in order to understand yeah. this. I well, didn't see anything about the recompression of air because that also okay. baffled me. Mm. It was all just like pump out or push. Like it was either suck mm. in water to force the air out, or yeah. it was pump in air to force the water out. It was how, very like tug of war. How do they make sure that there's enough oxygen down there? Like, are they Turning carbon dioxide back into oxygen somehow? Well, I think they surface every once in a while, right? They're not like underwater yeah. for weeks. But no, you... Not that it would take weeks to run out of air, but like. But what about nuclear subs that almost never surface? Then oh, the, the, yeah. whole, the reason for them being nuclear is so that you don't ever have to go to port. Right. Ah. Is a nuclear sub a sub that carries nuclear weapons or it's is it powered, powered by nuclear it's Powered by nuclear But it might also carry nuclear weapons, I think. So. Double, double nu- nuclear, think, nuclear sub. You, you want nu- to be able to launch nukes from anywhere, maybe. Sure. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure. Always but be ready. Yeah, I think the idea is that that's part of the, like, you know. That, they could that be anywhere at nu- any point. Yeah, at any point. We could launch from wherever and yeah. we can, we always has, have nukes pointed at you. Yeah. And not just the ones in the silos that you know where they are or yeah. whatever like that. Yeah. Cool. But I'm not sure about that. So what, they just constantly, they never surface? They're just constantly traveling around deep underwater? I guess the people have to get off at some point. Well, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's a maybe there's a, a, a submarine that makes you old. It just takes for in, your real whole life. Yeah, in real time. <laughs> Do you want to sort of know the history of submarines? Yeah. Oh, please. So, if you had to sort of ballpark when submarines were first sort of thought upon, not which necess- we do, which we do, we do want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or when do you think it would be? Eighteen hundreds. Eighteen seventy. Eighteen seventy. Yeah. I'm going to go eighteen twenty. Hmm. Okay, so the first line of the Wikipedia page is, the history of the submarine spans the entire history of human endeavor. Wow. Well, we were a bit off. Yeah. So the whole time we've been around, we've been like, cool would be underwater, huh? Yeah. What if we had a thing that we could just hang out underwater like a fish? Mm. Was the first submarine someone inverting a boat or something or a coconut? Well, um... <laughs> a coconut? Just have a coconut floating on the water and just putting your mouth in there and trying to breathe that air. Aren't we getting bigger? That could have worked. We were we weren't coconut size ever. Well, that would have been cool. Well, I, there's no way for me to know that. Well, maybe a hollowed out watermelon. Uh, yeah, maybe a hollowed out watermelon. That could have been good. Well, we did have diving we, bells, which is essentially what you're talking about, but bigger. It's yeah. a big giant metal container, or it's a bell shape, and you plonk it, and you get a big bubble of air, and you put that. Underwater, and you have it on a chain, so it's sort of hanging, submerged, but not on the surface of the floor. So you can dive, go and get a breath, and then 
Keep going. Oh, imagine if it just came off of its thing and it fell to the ground and then Whoa. you were just like under this bell and you would have air for a bit. Yeah. And you're just like, are they going to get, you know, they're going to be able to lift the bell with enough time mm. before I run out of air under this bell. God. And they wouldn't have, how would they even do it? I don't know. I guess they'd, I guess they'd have a, a bell lifting machine, I suppose. You'd hope. That's, that's the only <laughs> thing that would be. Would you, you, no, it's on the floor. Yeah. Depending on how deep it is. I wonder if you could get down there with 10 guys and just lift up the oh, bell. Oh, wait, it's sand. Just dig your way out. <gasps> Bang. That Solved. is that is. And then if really you, good. I don't think I would have thought of that. I think I would have died. <laughs> and hey, why did he just dig his way up? I know, but if you dig it, wouldn't water come in from the outside? No, I'm just joking. That, well, <laughs> wait. No, I guess it wouldn't because of the. Yeah, you know, because the because the air, the yeah, the air bubble, yeah. So your feet would be wet, I think, and you yeah. have to swim. But then you could just swim back in as well if you didn't make it to the surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, I think it'd actually be a chill situation. I'd yeah, be fine. Be I'd be relaxed. But actually, I got options. Digging <laughs> underwater would probably be hard as well, because it's be really ruddy and muddy and kind mm. of stuff. No, I, it's oh. really nice. You know, you know, when you're standing <gasps> in the ocean, you dig your feet in. It's really easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, easy. I reckon it, it almost happens easy. automatically. Yeah, yeah. With but tide. Yeah, but like, you'd probably get part part way through. You'd get your legs through. And then you'd be like, I need a fucking breath. And yeah. so then you'd be like, okay, try again. Go up. Like then they go back down and go, okay, I'm going to try and go into the groove that yeah. I was in. But then it will, some of the sand will pour it back in. You're oh, like, fuck. Come on, let's get And you yeah. get fucking stuck under there. Anyway, let's hope that this never happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I don't think anyone's using diving bells this anymore. This so. a great horror movie. Like in you know, like one of those intense ones. Oh, it's not yeah. gr- not a great horror movie. It's just, like I, it's yeah. like Buried Alive, that Ryan Reynolds one. I don't think it's called Buried Alive, but the premise is he's buried alive. Yeah. It might be called Buried. Yeah, sometimes you, have you ever looked at a movie and been like, you had a budget? Yeah. 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 I reckon I feel like Ryan Reynolds' pay on that movie would have been like ninety percent of the budget. Isn't it just him? Yeah, it's him in a box. Yeah. yeah. That's smart. That's smart movie making. Oh, man. That, the, the, <laughs> the dream of making movies is just finding a really cheap idea. Yeah. 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 This I mean, diving bell one could be it. Do you know oh, what, yeah, absolutely. Do you know what people are doing? What are they doing? They're making plays into movies. Because that's you're limited in your set anyway. Like The mm. Whale. Yeah. That one. That's um, a movie. That one. I mean, a play. That's both. Yeah. The one with Jake Gyllenhaal where he's the emergency responder. That was a that play. That was a play? It's, it's quite funny that yeah. the idea that those would be cheap because apparently one of the better ways of making money in this industry now is to just own IP and sell it so that people can make money out of it, uh, make, oh. make movies out of it and other things like that. Also, go. I just wanted to say this before we move on from the uh, the Coffin movie, <laughs> yes. that that is the horizontal version of the movie Phone Booth. <laughs> I don't know the movie Phone Booth, <laughs> but I'm assuming it's the like, vertical version of the Buried Alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like it was stuck in a phone booth. We just know, he wasn't or something? stuck inside it, but he was like, he had to stay on the phone the whole time. And it might have been, it's either Kiefer Sutherland or the Irish guy. Oh, I guy. do kind of remember this vaguely. I never saw it. the Irish guy who's in this movie about a friendship between two guys. Oh, the Colin. Movie. Colin Farrell, I think maybe it actually is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a movie. It's kind of around the time of like kind of speed style movies and things mm. like that. Like, you know, I was about to say uh, my my only uh, Mel Gibson line, which is, give me back my son. But it was like around <laughs> those kind of like, you know, Ransom and yeah. Speed 3 or something like that. Is that Mel Gibson? Give me back my son! I think that's him in Ransom, maybe. Okay, sure. Yeah, you're not, you're not thinking about Give Me Back My Daughter, which is Liam Neeson. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so back to the history of submarines. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah! It's not like a really 
surefire like this is the first one, but back in the Siege of Syracuse, which is 415 to 413 BC, there was divers that would have just a big long tube, like a big snorkel, and they would um, clear debris and stuff so you could get ships in there. I mean, what is the point if you're just going to be using a straw anyway? <laughs> What? Pulling plastic out of the ocean. Oh. <laughs> and you have to use a big straw to do it. I know. I know. Well, I know. There's One step forward, two steps backwards. Well, yeah, these guys. You're right. Uh, there are apparently plans uh, for su- various plans for submersibles dating back to the Middle Ages. And then someone built them in 1578. Mm-hmm. And it is essentially an entirely wooden capsule. And it's pretty similar. I mean, it's a tube, and it's got waterproof leather outside or inside, somewhere in there. And the way it does the ballast is it's got two big leather sacks, and you suck water in with the big leather sacks, or you push it out on the big leather, like a big bellows almost. Ah. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, they had a prototype. I don't know if it ever worked, <laughs> but you'd have to row it. I don't really know how they did it. I sort of, it's a hand-operated wooden screw thread adjustable plungers, which I did not understand. Is that like when you have the big boats and the oars go through the sides? Yeah, but it has to be watertight, so I don't... Just put leather around it. Middle Ages people Mm. loved putting leather around Mm. stuff to make it waterproof. That's true. Um, What was that? That's That's true! (laughs) That big straw thing, right? I think that would be a fun group activity now. Like, let's say all the top, like the really long straws, they were Mm. all attached to a boat. Like okay. the top of them, so that you know that you don't you don't have to be focusing on holding your straw up, yeah, so that it's always sticking out of the water. It's I reckon that'd be a, if you're like three, four, five meters underwater. I reckon that would be a real big bummer mm. to have it like you go. Oh, that was water pouring into the yeah, and then all of a sudden you're five meters under under yeah. the surface, and you're like, mm, that's ages away. But if you were all like, let's say, four meters underwater, and you're with friends, and you each all, each have your own kind of like, that's cool. I think that'd be really fun. Just like walking, you're just kind of walking. Like maybe you got weights on your feet. You're just mm. kind of walking on the bottom of the sand. I think oh, that'd yeah. be a fun. That'd be time. cool. And then I'm in the boat pouring Nang down. Laughing gas down the tube. Yeah. And then it's fun. Yeah, I put yeah. Oh man, tripping balls underwater. Uh, <laughs> that'd be cool, and then you would die, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and would that be a peaceful way to die? Or? Uh yes. I think, so. I think it yeah. would. <laughs> Think so. Would it be a, pa- a peaceful way to watch someone die? Do you think? If you were, <laughs> would you would or... you take peace of like watching someone struggle? And no, drown? but I mean, I just wonder. You know, like watching somebody drown is that peaceful as well, or is it just? It's, it's only it's it's one of those things we have to be there for. You yeah, know? it's impossible to say. What's yeah. that song that they reckon in the air tonight, and the guy watched another guy drown? And then, <laughs> do you know this ATV? I didn't know that this was what this song was So, about. well, I don't think it is, but it's like a conspiracy theory that In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins? Yes. Oh, my God. That's pretty good. Is that a set of drums in there? And apparently the movie, fuck. Apparently the song is about a guy who watched another guy drown, and then the legend is at a concert, Phil Collins invited the guy who watched the guy drown to the show and then shined a spotlight on him and sang the song to him. But there's just no way any of that is true, right? So he didn't write the song about watching a man drown? Well, I don't I don't know. I don't think so. Phil Collins didn't watch the man drown. He's writing it about the man who watched a man drown and did nothing. Could have oh. saved him, right? So or he knew tried. this man? I think so, yeah. And he called him out. And so and then he... 
the way that he was going to approach this guy about <laughs> his crime was to write it really indirectly, write yeah. the song that expresses, I guess, what happened yep. through metaphor. Make sure it's a smash hit. And then yep. put a bunch, put a spotlight on this guy yeah. during a show. Nobody sh- around would have understood that that's what was happening. Yeah, you got to talk to the lighting guys and the stage manager and stuff. Like, oh, can we get a spotlight on the this seat in row one? And they went, no, please. Can we just play? I, I got something cool going on here. <laughs> I've got a. But then also, what does a guy do, right? If you watched a guy drown and didn't do anything about it, and then <laughs> Phil Collins shot a spotlight on you and sang at you. Would you? What would you do? That doesn't do I'd anything. That's not even really yeah. revenge. I'd be like, whoa. Maybe be I cathartic. Was pretty but awful about the horrible thing I did, and that my yeah. life wouldn't be worth. But now Phil Collins is paying me attention. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But that would mean Phil Collins would have had to to know where he was sitting. He would have had to yeah, be. I don't know. Part of organizing the ticket, which means Phil Collins is like, hey man, come to my show. Mm. Yeah. yeah, come along. I'll give you a free ticket. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It makes that, sense. Unless Phil Collins just checks the ticket sales. Every no, show every, he ever every does. Show. You know, so he's playing performing to twenty thousand people. He's going, like, "Wait, I know that guy. <laughs> that's right, that's that guy that watched somebody drown and did he's nothing." He's got a spotlight ready on every seat in the stadium. <laughs> and even if this, you know, even if Phil did know this somehow, isn't there a chance that this is just some people's interpretation of what this guy did? Like, yeah, yeah. But also, like, if you're like watching a person drown, like, yeah, it'd be heroic to save them. But also, if you can't swim and you're not a super strong swimmer, you're going to also drown. <laughs> because grabbing someone, if you have no training out of how to save someone to drown, they're going to latch onto you. They're in full survival mode. Yeah, yeah. It is They're going to try and get up, which means pushing you down. You're gone. Yeah, it is one of those ones where you're like, there's a, you hear that more often than, than not, that like somebody went to save somebody and then they drowned themselves. Yeah. And sometimes even the person who was drowning got saved, but like was saved. But yeah. The person was just like, no. I don't know what that's, what, what no was that if they gave up. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yeah. drown now. Yeah. Yeah. It looked pretty cool when you were doing it. <laughs> I didn't come here to save you. I was coming here to join you. <laughs> it looked really peaceful. It looked peaceful. <laughs> so I was just like relaxing so hard. I was like, oh, I want to do that. Well, on that note, I've been Hayden. I've been Cass, and I have been Alistair Trolley Virtual. Yes, ATB, you are on. Two in the Think Tank with Andy is a fantastic pod. I don't think I told you this, but my podcast app like glitched out yeah. and for some reason reset like only five of the podcasts I listened to so that none of the episodes have been listened to. So like it Whoa. and your podcast has like three hundred and something episodes or four hundred and something yeah. episodes. So well, like 10 years of podcast or something. Yeah. Um, and so it just has like 400 in the queue. And I'm like, Whoa. fuck it. I'm going to do it. And so I'm just like smashing it. I'm up to episode 50. Holy and moly. It's funny. If you ever listen to uh, Two in the Think Tank now, great pod. You should do it. Do, queue it up after this. What else you got going on? <laughs> what do you got going on? <laughs> do it right now while I'm talking. Pull, punch in Two in the Think Tank. Plus, press up next. Okay? Done. Sorted. Pop and bless. Pop and bless. <laughs> but um, you listen to it now and sometimes you guys come with a sketch idea. That's the premise of the show. Come yeah, with yeah, five yeah. sketch ideas. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like, I swear we've done this on the show before. And you're kind of like, oh, that's forgivable. They've done 450 episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think you do that in episode 10. <laughs> There's an episode where you're like, I think we've have we done this already. <laughs> I don't know. Who would have thought I enjoyed that, that we would a lot. just keep going? <laughs> but yeah, we, we, we know that this year we have to do a 400th episode. Which Is that this year? <gasps> yeah. So we have to do a 
Yeah, we have to do four. We have to come up with four hundred sketches. Yeah, on that one. so and that's so. that's the tradition. Uh, episode one hundred was a hundred episode, hundred mm. sketch ideas. Two hundred was two hundred. Yeah, and, you can only go on YouTube and you can see the three hundredth one. And, and yeah, and I'm in you, it. You all so you all appear. Yeah. yeah, and um, it's yeah. I mean, that last one was really well filmed because Evan really set it up, and so mm. it's there to be remembered. This I one mean, is four hundred going to be good. Uh, look, plans? I mean, I'm I'm so stressed. <laughs> so just How far away are you? I think there's like maybe 30 more episodes, so 30 weeks, I guess. Okay, so it's a so decent amount away. Half yeah, plan. half a year yeah. away, I guess. Yeah, so like seven, eight months or something. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I think this year is also the 10 year. It's 10 years since we started it. That's pretty big. Kind of, oh, yeah. you should come up with 10 sketch ideas. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> That's a funny idea, and I think we will do that for one of the episodes. <laughs> I, did, I did find the date. I gotta. You know, thank you. <laughs> I mean, we do that accidentally anyway, usually on some episodes. Yeah, he's going to roll. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for you for, for joining My us. My goodness, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming. <gasps> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.